thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RT Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and uh, just checking in and see what's going on out here, man. Lots of stories worth touching on. Curious to find out what's on your radar, what's on your what's on your mind. And I thought I would lead off today with uh, a topic that I wanted to touch on a couple of days ago, but didn't get a chance to do it. But I thought, what better time uh, than right now, given all the current concerns uh, in the digital asset space? Want to lay out what I consider to be four. And actually, as it came across, came across a fifth, possible fifth sign, indicator, whatever you want to call it, as to why the banking cabal, banksters, banking cartel, whatever you want to call them, uh, actually have a lot more say-so in the uh, direction of the crypto space. And it was all intentional. But anyway, uh, looking forward to sharing some articles or whatnot, and of course, getting your take on what's going on. And before I do that, I want to check in and welcome any first-time viewers. Let me know where you're watching from via the chat. Then when the phone lines open up, we'll love to hear from you guys directly. Uh, that's 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your voice be heard. And uh, definitely love to give you a shout out. And uh, yeah, feel free, as always, to highlight any subject matter, thoughts, ideas, suggestions on, on what might be happening out there. As always, it's a people's talk show and I can't cover all the subjects. I try to cover what what I can and, of course, what I keep my eye on or, or able to. So. Uh, definitely let me know. And also for those that might be new or if you don't mind, as you're plugging in, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel and uh, make sure you guys click the subscribe button. Hopefully you're notified when we go live. Definitely want to make sure everyone stays plugged in. And so thumbs up for that and uh, hit that button and hopefully more people are notified. Algorithms, you know, everything's subject to the algorithm these days. Everything. All right. So let me acknowledge a couple of people. Then we'll jump right in. Go from there. All right, we got Crazy Truth checking in. Richard K., uh, thanks from NY. We got Dude Boy, a uh, Korean silver stacker. It <laughs> looks like I appreciate you, man. Uh, we got Belly Dance Rabia, if I'm not saying it incorrectly. JoJo, let me see here. Ed checking in. We got Rolf. We got X. Uh, so, <laughs> so Glow, <laughs> checking in. Uh, what else, man? Appreciate you guys, man. So, anyway. Uh, Faith checking in. Appreciate you. See you there. All right. So before I d- jump in, uh, just want to give people opportunity. If you're interested in uh, being a part of the program and the community and uh, wouldn't mind representing and sharing the message, want to definitely make sure you guys are aware of the opportunity to uh, support the channel, i.e. the merchandise. And so this is called the <laughs> dangerous medium, dangerous, uh, hazardous medium of exchange. And so if anybody's interested and uh, want to support the channel, you can go to rethinkingthedollar.com store and get a chance to uh, wear the message uh, beyond just talking about it and following along. You can actually give people something to talk about right on your chest and get them to wondering what's going on. But ultimately, it's a danger. It's a danger sign. Hazardous to your savings, hazardous to invest in, you name it. So it's good for people to have a little play on words and uh, be able to think beyond what they're being told. So if you're interested, rethinkingdollar.com store, and it helps support the channel. Anyway, let's keep moving. So I start off by basically just sharing a, a thumbnail. Let me actually put it on the screen real quick uh, so that I can just highlight 
how and why I chose this particular uh, image. Let me grab it real quick and put it on here. Uh, just because, uh, you know, once again, I've, I've, I've always been skeptical. I have no problem sharing my skepticism with uh, this transition towards a digital world just because it's by design. It's nothing accidental. We are here experiencing everything we're experiencing because that is where we've been led. So here, as you guys can see here, I got Gary Gensler as well as JP on the screen here. And I refer to these guys here as banksters just because both of them have prior history as employees of the very same entities that they are working to protect and to cover up in a sense. And of course there's deep rabbit holes. You can go down with that or whatever, but in a sense, these guys here by them working for when they worked in the public sector for the two big to fail banks, they took, they pledged allegiance or they took an oath pretty much to make sure that they would always protect and make sure they, keep guard on their best interest. And so just the first question I want to throw out there before I get into the articles, you know, highlighting four to five ways why the banksters control the crypto market is that these two gentlemen here, SEC chair, SEC director, and Federal Reserve chairman, if they're former bankers working for the same entities that control the regulatory framework in a sense, and of course, Yellen, you know, I forgot to put Yellen on here, but she's also a former banker, former chairman. So she, they're all intermingled. So between Gensler, Powell, and Yellen as treasurer, do you think those three people are really going to create a regulatory environment that is beneficial to the average Joe, whether it's a newbie in the space or some of the season as far as an OG in the crypto space? Do you think they're going to make the rules fair and inclusive and all that stuff that they try to preach about the CBDC stuff. Do you think that's going to be the same case? And my question or the response would be obviously no. Okay. So I set that up with the fact that, you know, right now markets, you know, just look at the markets, whatever. Let me just check it. I just, you know, I see some green out there. Sure. Okay. We got some green, some red sprinkled in there between there. Okay. Sure. Whatever. It's irrelevant. Like I always said before, cryptocurrencies are here to stay. It's a part of the plan. It was they were designed to basically be a funnel or an exit point out of an old dying system into something new. So in order for this digital transformation to take place, cryptos have to succeed. So it's going to go through flux fluctuations. But in my personal opinion, this current fluctuation that we're that we're witnessing, apart from today's activity, because today's not done, it's going to be red. You know, it's about to go a lot lower. The reason it's happening is because there's and this is all my opinion this is all my opinion from just looking at things from a more skeptical viewpoint i'm not a you know crypto enthusiast telling people to go out you know pump it bags no, no none of that uh i just think that this is stuff that worth this worth talking about because there are not many other crypto channels out there other than people who focus on you know how to take advantage of well of course you know from the trading aspect if you're a trader go do what you do but yet as far as a viable option for people to protect and preserve themselves uh, that's why I get on a skeptical side because, you know, computer code and chemical composition of real world resources is night and day. And given the fact they're steering us towards a computer code living lack of privacy algorithm type of uh, lifestyle, you know, I just want to make sure I had let everybody cover all their options. But anyway, OK, what's my point? Uh, well, I got I got into my little rant too soon. OK, forgive me. But for those coming in, I'm going to try to lay out, you know, the four cases why um the uh, banks was now control things. And just let me know if you agree. And of course, for those that are for or against or whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's taking place. 
all the big money players are already in it. So it doesn't really matter what I'm, what my opinion is. I'm just trying to point some articles, put together the pieces sort of puzzle so you can see, but I take, I challenge you take this, send this video to your local or whoever your, your favorite crypto person is and challenge them on some of these angles of which I'm going to present and see if where they stand, because I can be a hundred percent wrong and I'm willing to accept that. But then again, for the channels out there that are blowing up with, you know, millions of billions of views and people, people out there following them, you know, they're being led astray, possibly. So that's just something to consider. But anyway, let me keep moving. Forgive me for ranting, but I get carried away sometimes. I get excited. And also for those tuning in, definitely hit the thumbs up button. Show your, show your support for the channel. And then we'll definitely jump on that. All right. So let me just jump into some headlines here. So uh, I got a variety of new and old all within the last week because I had this idea of how to put these together and share it last week. Didn't get a chance to do it, but uh, I'll just jump right in. So here is an article here. Uh, and this is a uh, couple, couple, week, couple weeks ago, but in reference to the whole clarity aspect, a part of the whole push for adoption, mass adoption was that once institutional money get in, we're off to the races, we're going to the moon, yada, yada, yada. The moon is still out there. This direction is still going there, but the environment we're going to be in when we get to the moon, it's going to be very unstable in the real world. And that's where, uh, apart from the traders who get in, get out now, I don't. I, I think there might be a uh, the inability to really fully take advantage of the gains that you'll have when you get to the moon because of the instability, instability rather, on Earth at that time. And I'll talk more about that. But here's just an article I want to bring to your attention. This is reference to how I start off saying that. You know, if you think Gary Gensler and Jerome Powell are out here trying to, and Jerome and Janet Yellen are trying to create regulatory clarity for you to benefit you got another thing coming because their loyalty and due diligence and their their dedication is towards the too big to fail banks and, and i'm gonna show you why so here here's this article here headline sample uh fed chair pow war underscores need for crypto regulation and this is immediately following biden's executive order on the establishment of the cbdc it had nothing to do in depth with the cryptocurrency digital asset space. That was just more a setup to just gas people up thinking that, you know, oh, any minute now they're going to, you know, make a Bitcoin ETF, you know, spot futures or whatever. We're going to be off to the moon, whatever. So this is just, you know, more of the him speaking in front of the House Financial Services Committee a couple of weeks ago, just basically saying that regulatory clarity is needed. Now it's a matter of trying to figure out the bodies that do it, yada, yada, yada. But once again, he's speaking from a banker, not an actual investor. And someone who want to see you get wit, go get rich off of this. Then the next article here. This is last week. SEC SEC nearly doubles crypto unit staff to crack down on abuses in the booming market. So you got to ask yourself, what are the abuses? And that's what we're going to get into. The abuses are three, four, five, four of of all types of things. You got the yield farming, which is an abuse. Anything that goes behind the banks are too big to fail banks will be categorized as an abuse. And I'm going to share with you why that is, I believe. What else we got here? What other abuses could they be referring to? All disguised as helping protect the average retail investor and making sure that you're protected. Remind you, this is what this is how they operate. They want to protect you from themselves because they got to profit first. Okay. Um. So, but this is Gary Gensler. So this is, you know, former professor slash financial investment banker out here trying to uh, protect you from abuses in the booming in this booming market. This was uh, as of last week. So Gary Gensler, Jerome Powell, Janet Yellen, huh, they're trying to protect us from basically themselves. All right. Next article here. So this is one of the ways that 
this is one proof, one one proof, one uh, sign that the banksters have now got involved in a much heavier way than they were, say, uh, four months ago, five months ago. We're in May now. SEC crackdown on crypto savings accounts puts industry on notice. And so uh, one of the products or the abuses that I just referred to from their standpoint refers to the uh, CFI, DeFi entities that are located in this country here, whether or not most likely New York, I think many are in Silicon Valley, but in New York, uh, they had to go through some regulatory readjusting. And so this article here refers to uh, Nex, uh, I'm sorry, BlockFi, but Nexo, of course, was in the same shebang. All of the lending platforms, BlockFi, Nexo, if I'm not mistaken, and most recently Celsius, they all were providing more yield as far as saving or hollering your coins in their possession, earning more yield than you do in the legacy financial system. That's a problem. So what happened? The banksters had to come on in and make some adjustments with that and shake some things up. And basically, state by state, I remember because I'm watching all this in real time, state by state, more uh, financial services, you know, body governing bodies in certain states start, you know, filing cease and desist throughout. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. States, and of course, it, you know, it grew, got national attention. But, but, but for the most part, because the primary focus point of so many people is just be patient, wait. You know, we're going to get better clarity. You know, we're going to get to the moon still type of narrative people you know, didn't really notice that this is just one way that the same people who are setting the rules are a part of the uh the institutions that still run the monetary system i.e the globally systemic important banks once they talk on the phone all it takes is a phone call to say hey we need to adjust this make some we need to make some rules for this and of course it happens so my point was sec cracked down on crypto savings so that right there shows that there as an entity you're not allowed to do any better than the banks would do, the legacy financial system would do, or there will be some adjustments. How did that work out? Right now, we got more clarity. Here's another article here. Same subject matter. Will Celsius crypto lending trend hamper non-accredited investors? So how did they come in? They basically categorized the have-nots, the haves from the have-nots. If you have money or if you are of a high net worth, you're an accredited investor, you can participate. That's one percent of the population. That's a good way to divide, you know, the, the 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 masses by saying that you know you don't qualify because we can't afford to have you lose more than you can afford to lose. So therefore, if you're going to participate in this new form of finance when it comes to you know borrowing lending at these high rates that people are getting in returns, you got to be accredited. So the rich get richer still, but those are primarily those you know in the banking class. For the most part, you know, of course, you know, you guys out there might be rich, too, but still. And so that is another way. And then what what's most noticeable about this one here is that Alex Mashinsky from Celsius for the last year, because I, you know, I pay attention to this stuff. As I mentioned, he's out here 
unbank the bank, you know, unbank yourself, get rid of the banks, cut your credit cards up. The banks are this, the banks, banks, man. He was talking more about, he got shirts say unbank, you know, get rid of your bank and all that stuff like that. I haven't heard that since this announcement and what this has done, in my opinion, it's put Celsius, the Celsius network in a very tight spot because their token, the Celsius coin was beneficial because it, you know, by holding it in their possession, you get paid interest in that coin, double what you would anything else in a sense. And so now the primary stake and hold and being a part of this entity was in their coin. So if the Celsius coin mimics, the share price or the the owning stock in that company, it's cradling right now just because of this new regulatory clarity on the fact that the CFI DeFi space they will not operate uh, above and beyond the old legacy system. So therefore, it's a wrap. So the Celsius token, in my opinion, uh, is not something you might want to hold just because uh, it's it, it, what you know. This is just my opinion. What good is it worth? Like, what is it? What is it really going to be good for if their company isn't able to benefit off of this uh, new leg, new new style of financing? And so, while I'm at it, let me go ahead and just share with you on the screen. So, right now, for those that might be interested, the I'm not sure why I'm not getting much. So, the Celsius coin. I'm not sure why. So. Why it's so butcher? Let me try to fix this. Oh, no wonder. It's too small. So anyway, Celsius coin as of right now is a dollar fifty-three. And prior to this recent slapdown, it got up to like eight dollars or something like that. Uh that was last year. So as you guys can see, for those that care, it got up to eight dollars back in June. And I'm not a TA guy, I'm not one of those guys, but just trends. De- definitely tell what's could be coming and this boy is trending down so the question is at 153 what is it really worth if the regulatory clarity is you know basically c- took them out the game oh okay so that's just the first point so the lending models and banking models that were meant to disrupt the banks the banks took them out okay Keep it going real quick, real quick. Let me get to the rest of these real quick. I'm doing too much rambling, but this is how I try to explain things. Cause if I did a shorter video, I would, I would miss all these points and I will definitely want to get to more than I can. Okay. So what's the next indicator of how the banksters have basically taken over crypto space? Oh, let's just look at the payment pot, but the pay, payment processing mechanisms. So here we go. A year ago, MasterCard will enable more merchants to accept cryptocurrency. So I remember, uh who what was it it's 2016 no 17 2016 2017 i remember uh during the dip or something like that looking to, to purchase a couple assets uh digital assets and i used my mastercard it worked once i tried it twice i tried it a third time they cut me off so i got two swipes out of that thing and the third one, they said, we will not be we will not be allowing people to use their credit cards, which is borrowing to purchase something that at that time was appreciating. And they cut off all MasterCard. I think even visas, everybody got froze. You couldn't do it. They cut it off because they didn't want people to benefit off of it. But now, fast forward, uh, 2022, we got MasterCard now is in the game. And then, of course, let me go back here. Let me, I got my. Let me, so let me just share this. So MasterCard, as I mentioned before, when I had Kurt Warner on here, 
not only is MasterCard, not only did MasterCard not allow people to get into the game, but MasterCard is one of the key players in setting up the network, rail, payment infrastructure, confusion stuff, along with these other groups here, which happen to all be subsidiaries of the big banks. So if you look at the very top left over here, this is just some artwork put together by Kurt, uh, who focuses on just, you know, touching on top touchy subjects here. But to the far left, you got Wells Fargo, Union Bank, HSBC, Citibank created MasterCard, owns 50% of the digital currency group, which is also partly owned by NASDAQ. Then beneath that, you got their own shares in all the major crypto exchanges. So ultimately, it's just a cesspool of banksters running these operations here. So it's all done to profit and benefit them, not the average person. So this is just a MasterCard, you know what I'm saying? So this is the second sign. The payment networks, i.e., proof of the was a point of sale, which is swipes, debit card, credit cards, when they got a MasterCard or Visa on them, those are the Wall Street banks. Those are the banks. There's an operation there. Here's another one here. Uh, let me close something. I got too many windows open. And bear with me. I'm going to get to you know, some questions and thoughts and ideas, but just want to go through this as much as fast as I can. It says Visa moves to allow payment settlements using cryptocurrency. So as I mentioned, MasterCard shut it down. Now Visa got in. This is this is a year ago article. And then just to give an idea of where we're at right now, just to know they said no at two, three years ago. They bought, they bought into everything, bought up everything. Now look what they're looking to do now. So every exchange, the best crypto credit cards, crypto credit cards. Guess what the two options are? Visa and MasterCard. So here we got just a little quick, quick scan. We got the crypto card, crypto.com Visa card. We got the Coinbase Visa card. We got the BlockFi Visa card. We got the Best Hype credit cards, SoFi credit card, which is MasterCard. We got the Gemini, which is MasterCard. We got Upgrade, somebody, another, which is a Visa card. And then we got, you know, more crypto cards coming. I think Celsius has a MasterCard Visa card coming. So once again, second one, payment processors. They did. They couldn't benefit off of it at first. They bought up everything. Now they're issuing the cards. Genius. Man, that's just genius. Keep it moving. All right. So keep it moving. That's the second one. Bear with me. I got two more. So here's 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 a big here's a big one here. Here's a big one here. Okay, so uh this is as of last week. Uh this the title itself just tells you the intentions or what the objective will be moving forward. So everything has to be done to make sure this is pulled off. But Crypto Bahamas, which is a conference last week, uh Anthony Scaramucci, a Wall Street investor big money player. This is basically some things I'm going to comment. What he said, he said, basically he's talking about, uh, you know, signals, stronger ties between the old and new worlds of finance. So that's, this conference was centered on basically bringing the legacy system with the new financial system together. So what does that mean? Taking the old bankster money and transfer it into the new Digital revolution economies is set up for just disguised as being for the people, but in actuality, it's it's a funnel, it's a backdoor out of a dying system to a new one with the same players in control. That's the third one. Okay, let me just give my two cents as to why that is. So if you read through this here real quick, it says 
uh, down in the Caribbean under palm trees and hot April sun. This was uh, two weeks ago, as I mentioned, or weeks ago. About 2,000 individuals gathered last week for the Crypto Bahamas event co-hosted by Crypto Exchange, FTX, and investor forum SOT. Goodie bags, idea, whatever. We wanted to create a premier conference gearing toward institutions and people who will have a shape, who will help shape policy and markets and distinguish it from the more retail focused conferences. So the, the 2000 people that were probably there were big players, you know, like big, big money people in the industry that control lots of funds. And they've been, they believe me, they're there because they're trying to figure out how they can get more funds, not how they can help mom, your grandma and my, and my mom become better traders and investors in crypto. And so just a little last thing here. The three days of speakers began with FCO, whatever, whatever, and sought chairman Anthony Scaramucci, who is also the founder of of Skycrash Capital. And he's quoted saying, there's a lot of different things going on. My generation needs a f- to further, deeper dive into crypto. My generation needs to get comfortable with this space is going. And then I listened to a video of his. He's talking about the desire to merge the old and the new financial systems together. And what does that mean? reshaping the rules has already been meant i mean think about this if they're bringing the old to the new what do they do they're going to they're going to they're going to destroy and to taint the new and just you know on, on a side note first thing come to mind i got a little biblical references you know in reference to the kingdom of god you know not mixing old wine skins with new because if you do that it's going to make the whole thing burst it's going to ruin the whole thing you know paraphrase in a sense that's just something that came to mind anyway <laughs> so but look at this picture here to dive in even further. Who we who do we have right there on the screen? Uh, if you guys can see it. Oh, that's uh, Mr. Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Shark Tank himself. So this was, you know, that was my third proof. This is my fourth, I think. Anyway, let me get to this. But I remember I follow Kevin O'Leary as well. So I, I listen to all these guys talk. I listen to them talk because their talk usually tells where their money's heading or where their money is already positioned and now they're out publicly trying to gas it up so that you know the, the you know the 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 other people unaccredited investors can then follow suit i.e. pump in their bag. So whenever they're out pumping something, that means they already put a boatload of funds in. But anyway, I remember hearing Kevin O'Leary on Anthony Papliano's show, and he was talking about his biggest concern that basically, you know, he had there's no way around. And it happens to be ESG. And so real quick, uh, Kevin O'Leary on Straight Talk, Straight Talk from Mr. Wonderful on ESG. So basically what he was saying, so ESG is that fifth. So the first one we have, no, that's my third, what's my fourth one? I got one more. So ESG, basically simply, you know, that economic, sustainable, global governance, whatever. And so what is his point was, is that in order for him to play, in order for big money players to get involved, there has to be some financial institution clarity or framework that supports that industry, supports big money people coming in. And this eventually will boil down to the social credit score because when you dive deeper into this, he was basically very concerned about it, but he's like the only way the institutional money can come in is if they go in in accordance with this ESG push. And where does the ESG push from come from? It, every institution have to play. Every U.S. institution has to play along because if they don't, they won't be able to 
join this uh, movement and benefit from the digital trans trans, you know, resolution revolution we're experiencing. And so who's the originator of the ESG? Who's the primary spokesman for it on the screen here? Larry Fink's letter and the continuing evolution of ESG and Cree, whatever that is, uh, in 2022. So Kevin O'Leary was doing a talk, as I mentioned, he mentioned that a letter went out, a letter went out from Larry Fink at BlackRock, basically telling every single CEO and corporation in the U.S. that in order to continue to move forward in this great reset, you know, inclusive financial world, stakeholder capitalism approach, every single company will have to sign up to limit and minimize their carbon footprint by purchasing shares in this carbon, whatever the ESG stuff. I, I can go deeper in that, but you get my point. But what's the point? BlackRock, one of the biggest financial institutions in this country, Larry Fink, Biden's left-hand man, or one of the puppet strings, puppeteers that pulls Biden's strings, basically just calling some shots. So all institutions have to be on board with ESG, even the crypto space and the bankers. And it's good to say the banking, you know, Wall Street is probably the most energy dependent or not energy dependent, but the, you waste the most energy whatsoever with all those skyscrapers that's running lights and stuff like that. Buku dollars out the wazoo, but that's not important. But they want to make sure all the mining companies, all the mining rigs, everything to do with crypto runs smoothly through this ESG. And so this talks about, you know, see early thing is uh, talks about his letter a little bit. Uh, what it says, the CEO Larry Fink is taking the commitment to a holding level by asking one serious question in his 2022 letter. So this is his most recent letter to CEOs worldwide. He says, quote, every company and every industry will be transformed by the transition to a net zero world. The question is, will you lead or will you be led? So that's a question Larry Fink put out there to every CEO that will participate as a publicly traded company. He asked that question to you. Because it's, you know, within that, everybody knows that's cold language saying you get on board or you won't be able to participate in the financial sector. So that's another thing. ESG. Okay, moving along. And then here is here's the fifth one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. When you have a too big to fail bank that was against crypto space two years ago, three years ago, now in the industry lending current lending coins to a crypto exchange or make or or taking a loan or giving a loan to a the number one crypto exchange you know the tide has changed 100 percent, and we're no longer in the same environment we were in you know two or three years ago when the banks were out here preaching that oh we'll never adopt bitcoin we'll never get involved in that that's a scam okay so sweet and simple goldman sachs offers his first bitcoin back loan like, wow, like, you know, how does one of the two big to fail banks now out here lending Bitcoin? <laughs> every dip, every dip we experience in the crypto space is designed to flush out weak hands to further the institutional adoption, which is led by the two big failed banks and all the other players in that. And the exchanges are in corroboration with them. To make that happen. So right now, for example, I'm, let me let me share with you a little story. My, my little two cents. So right now, you can, you know, over the last couple of days, there's been all types of, you know, concerns about the crypto space. You know, Bitcoin is under thirty one thousand. If Michael Saylor has a margin call, he's going to lose all his currency, and the company's going to go belly up, and whatever. Every single dip, every time it's all red, 
the exchanges that are the primary five or six, five or six biggest exchanges, they're the ones help setting the price or the spot price that we see with our eyes when you go to log on to try to buy something is set by those exchanges. They're all working together in cahoots with the Wall Street to slam the price down as much as they can. Because once again, what makes it so difficult is that the exchanges may or may not actually have the coins, but they are responsible for that setting the price. So the goal is to slam the price down so they can then get more coins. So as people sell, you know, panic sale, they'll have some actual coins to be able to, to deliver over the counter to all these two big to fail banks and players. So right now it says Bitcoin 31,000. That's the exchange set price, similar to the spot price of the Comex for gold and silver. That's what we're told. That's not the true value of it. And This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Fiat terms. So every single sell-off is designed to scare people out so that the two big to faint, two fail, two big to fail banks that are now running this can get in and get as much as they can using counterfeit currency, of course. But then again, it will not drive up the spot price, making it look as if the sector is doing so wonderful. Oh, people are, you know, going to the moon. No, the banks are going to the moon. The banks will go to the moon first, people, just so you guys know. Anyway, that's just because that's how the system is designed. Mind you, cryptocurrency, digital assets, it's for the banks. Because how do we get to that one world currency? Anyway, keep it moving. Next one here. Here's just a little headline here. Uh, And uh, uh, this is the... The reverse. Goldman Sachs is the lending. Coinbase is the receiver. The biggest exchange dealing with the biggest banks. You better believe they ain't on something. And uh, what else here? We all know World Economic Forum, Bank of International Settlements, uh, Claus Schwab got a big bag too. And uh, you better believe he's buying a dip. He gets a much much greater discount though. And we got the World Bank ISO two zero zero two two. So here's just a, here's some of the pre predetermined coins that. Uh, are part of the next monetary system that everybody loves to buy. Not realizing that if you, if you don't hold enough to be considered a big player, when it comes time to change the consensus, <laughs> you won't have much as a have much of a say when they decide to rewrite the rules there as well. So anyway, that's my rant. Um, I've ranted enough, but I hope though. I think I laid out five points. I actually wrote them down. Lending services. Well, not outdo the banks. Banks won. Credit cards, MasterCard, Visa. They were against it at first, cut off everybody's access to be able to purchase during the dip, but now they run the show on a point of sales. And then, of course, you got Stripe with the Lightning, whatever. But mind you, Lightning is owned by MasterCard. Ooh, that's the second one. Third one is, let me, what's the third one? Let me see. I'm just trying to do a little recap. Third one is the uh, crypto lending service. Uh, let me just real quick. Run a carol, gotta do a recap. ESG is the fourth one. And what else? That's it. Anyway, so I, you guys got the point. Anyway, but thoughts, ideas, suggestions. What did I miss? What did I what did I need to touch on? Feel free to let me know. Let's get the phone lines open for a little bit and let me hear from you guys directly. But what I would challenge you all to do, uh, what I would challenge you to do is to take this information that I shared 
and tag one of your favorite crypto people and just ask them to, you know, debunk my thesis on how the banks is run the show now. And then I would love to have them on the show and we could talk. That's cool. Prove me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm here to learn. Hello, Carlos. Where we call it from? Hey, Chad. How you doing, Mike? Hey, doing good, my man. What's up with you? I got a couple of comments and an important question. Uh, one comment, I don't have any crypto, but I want to buy some of that ETH because that's my initials. That's, that's <laughs> kind of like crap. I ain't playing that game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Number two, the, the show you did earlier was awesome, man. And, uh, you know, I was out of balance. I started with Obama prepping and, you know, guns and shotguns and ARs. I don't want to go too deep, but, you know, I'm prepped. Right. And I got out of balance. I got out of balance and the Lord checked me and he's still checking me. Uh-huh. And you know, that building that treasures in heaven, man, that's a, that's for eternity. These ones on earth, you know, just the wind blowing, man, we'll be gone before you know it, maybe sooner than we think. Right. But uh, that was excellent, man. People need to uh, check their heart on that and look at their checkbook too. They can tell where their heart is. That's right. What the pastor always says, yeah. show me your checkbook, that's where your heart is. Yeah. But what I really call for is this treaty thing uh, with the WHO. Have you? Do you know anything about that? I know it's like May 22nd through the 26th, and I guess they're going to take over the jab. Uh, I don't know too much about it. Otherwise, the, 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 you know, sign a treaty, the worldwide treaty, where they're going to be running the jab and who's adhering and who is not. Do you know anything about that? Uh, so other than the information I shared yesterday that just gave some bullet oh, points as to what's going on, I haven't dived in further. And so also, let me see real quick. Uh, there is, there was more information provided by one of the EU, uh, one of the EU members, a young lady, I think she's a German politician. She's very outspoken on this whole movement. And she came out with a video that I shared in a, in a discord and the, um in a telegram and she highlighted more bullets as to how she submitted a letter here let me grab it real quick she submitted a letter for uh questions on more under more clarity as to how why this is going to work and will there be room for privacy and things like that within uh within their negotiations or whatever for this whole whatever whatever so long story short she got a letter back saying that no her question was just completely shot down. There, there'll be no clarity. There'll be no negotiating. You know, if you're not, and it said, if you're not one of the stakeholders, if you're not a stakeholder, then you'll have no say. So it's just, you'll go along with whatever. And her question was, who's a stakeholder and stakeholder and what? And she got no response. So things are happening behind closed doors where even the politicians that's supposed to be voting on it are not even able to even share their two cents. So that's how bad it really is behind the on the service and behind everything. Exactly, exactly. But, uh, but uh, I'm sorry, I missed yesterday's show, so I'm going to go back and, and watch the. Uh, was that the main show yesterday? The yeah, yeah, the main show yesterday. I, I came across an article. I forgot the name of it, but if you just scan through it, you'll see on the screen. Google that, and then somebody will pop up, and then you'll get you know some more information. But it's real brief, but just more information than we we. There's more information from somebody over there on that side of the world than what we get here for sure. So, um, but hey. Yeah. I did hear from Ron Paul that scared me about it was that it doesn't have to be ratified normally. Like all the right. people right. don't have to vote all the countries. It's just it's going to be an amendment, which is easier to get through. Right. Right. So I mentioned that yesterday as well. So that's one of the that's one of the okay. the kickers is that 
they don't really have to vote it. Everyone don't even have to read it or see it. It just needs a small majority or, and it puts control in the director general, which is the, you know, the, the front man or the, the hype boy for, you know, the Gates foundation. So basically saying Bill Gates gets the right to say what he wants to say. Cause he speaks through everything with his funding. So that's how it's going to play out. Borrowing some type of change. Yeah, I think America, a lot of Americans are done with the, you know, mass jab thing. So it might be kind of hard to force that on us, but I wouldn't put it past forcing right. them on us. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, no problem. No problem. No, it, Alex Jones. There's more different. Does, there's uh, there's more information in that video I was talking about in reference to how it, one of the amendments is that they could that the UN the UN work the whole little entity they have the right to bring additional parties into your country to help. So what what does that parties yeah. mean? That means probably people with some you know some guns and UN troops or whoever else. So it opens the door up. Yeah. It removes all sovereignty and opens up the door for complete one world type of approach so but hey man i appreciate you let me get some more calls in all right thank you yeah be good yeah so once again that's just you know for those that not that video you know no it doesn't really get out there like that but i encourage people to share it man because you know once again not many people are willing to take on that type of stuff so uh do what you must with it anyway uh crypto queen appreciate you uh it says the banks run the show with crypto uh, run the show with crypto, cash, and coins. Gold and silver. Also, do people say gold and silver is God's money when they want to exchange it for cash? The kingdom of heaven is with there. Uh, <laughs> okay. Appreciate the love offering. So, uh, let me see here. So, when in reference to, uh, you know, of course, cash versus digital and physical is controlled by the two big to fill banks, i.e. through the Federal Reserve, of course, and the commercial banks. And then gold and silver. And I'll go, and that's where, you know, people say gold and silver is God's money. You know, I just, uh, I don't, that's to me, I don't see that in the Bible nowhere stated that way. I think that's more of a, one of those comforting statements that people would like to use to link gold and silver with Bible references. But I don't recall it saying being God's money because, you know, in heaven, it's concrete type. It's used as concrete. And on earth, it's, you know, was for us to enjoy amongst many other benefits of, you know, being having dominion on this earth, i.e. land, water, cattle, diamonds, rubies, pearls, and everything else. So, but I get your drift though. And uh, definitely the kingdom is within hundred percent. Appreciate you. Um, okay. Let me miss some, some calls here. Uh, let me get some. Uh, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike, this is the coolest white dude in Yashkaba, Mexico. The coolest dude. You? Doing good, my man. What's in your mind? I uh, wanted to talk about something that you posted on Telegram. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, the subject was flat earth. Yeah. It, it's not something I spend a lot of time with. Yeah. But I did a little research, uh, and I'd like to ask you this question. Go ahead. Planet Earth is 71% water. Mm-hmm. You can look that up. I looked it up earlier, but just trust me. Okay. Anyway, think of a globe or a sphere. How do you put water in that? Um. So that so that's a question. So base. I mean, that, that's a. I don't have an answer for that to be sum that up. But then again, if it's created by a divine, all knowing, all powerful being, there's ways to defy. Uh, what would be considered the natural rams of doing that if it was if it is that way so but i'll let you have at it well i'd say that it's impossible i mean if it's a globe how do you fill it with water <laughs> right now, that's a, a spear 
yeah. for your head. You can't submerge 71% of that in water. Right. <laughs> hey, um, that's what, hey, that's one of the many questions people, that's one of the many questions people really may not want to consider or think about because it opens up more questions that lead you down rabbit holes. And most people don't go, enjoy rabbit holes. They want to stay on the surface. <laughs> yes. I have one more nugget I would like to discuss. Since mm-hmm. LPB is not present today, I'll take his call, and I think everyone will like it. Mm-hmm. Can you bring up uh, an image search, just a picture of Jesus, please? Uh, it's a Caucasian guy with blue eyes and blonde hair. <laughs> the That's stere- right. The, the stereotypical you know, picture. Yeah, in my great book, The Totalitarian Two-Step, on page 113, mm-hmm. I have made up white picture, you know, made up <laughs> white person Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was from Palestine. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he kind of look a little darker? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh-huh. everything's been whitewashed, so everything of truth no longer exists in academia approved books. So never get your, mm-hmm. I know, so you, never, you should never mm-hmm. expect truth coming from PhD professors because they go to school to, you know, basically promote their agenda of some kind or the the overall overlord's agenda. So, but yeah, I'll get your point. <laughs> yes, all this talk uh, on Bitcoin all these years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at thirty one thousand, I think the market cap is about seven hundred and fifty billion. Mm-hmm. You know, goes at ten trillion, ten trillion dollar uh, market share. Yeah, market cap. So we get all this noise on Bitcoin, but we don't hear very much noise on gold, right. do we? Which is real money. Right, that's, but that's, not, that's by design. And so I would anticipate the mainstream news getting the approval to pump gold and try to take people to the moon using gold. So, hey, man, I appreciate your calling, man. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. All right, keep it moving. So... For those that are just tuning in, I laid out four to five reasons why the banksters now run the crypto market. And I'm not saying that cryptos will not succeed. My theory is they will succeed because they have to, because the only way seven point something million people will be willing to overwhelmingly accept any new style of currency rebranded and be willing to eventually get rid of paper is that there is something in the form of trust on the other side and trust will come through the Bitcoin crypto space working until it doesn't. But during that transition, CBDCs will be in play so that the moment people realize that there's a backdoor or a, you know, AI quantum computer type of thing that can disrupt that space amongst many other things, CBDCs will be the only option people will want to or have to use in a sense is my theory. Because that's just how I assume things may play out. Could be 100% wrong. Hope I am. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve, Pingo Region 9. Steve, what's going on, my man? Hey, dude, we're so far behind the eight ball. It's just insane. Yeah. I was, I was with a crowd of about eh, probably about 18 people uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And Mike, not one of them. Not one of them knew who Klaus Schwab was. Hmm. Not one. Not one. Right. I don't doubt it. Yeah, who Klaus Schwab was. And I said, do you guys know about uh, about the U.S., about the, about the throw us, sell us down the river mm-hmm. uh, on 
uh, May 22nd through 28th, mm-hmm. not one, not right. one. I right. expected at least one. Right. Not one, Mike. I, I, it, it caught me off guard. Yeah. I thought there would be at least one. There was none. <laughs> to be uh, expected. And that's why, like, you know, like, that's why, you know, the videos here circulates amongst the same, you know, you know, community unless we share it so people can find out or just point people in a direction towards some form of uh, a different narrative. If not, they're going to drink the Kool-Aid. So, but yet, hey, we can do the best we can, man. Hey, well, 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 I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm out here in Northern California area, you know, TV's uh, uh, area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm closer to to Sacramento, but um, yeah. Backerville, but uh, it, it, it comes down to what are what are we going to do about it? I.e., you know what you know what you've been saying, and mm-hmm. and you know, it, and I can do more, and and I think I need to start doing more. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for me, for me myself, I'm going to start going to these churches mm-hmm. here in Backerville, right? Uh, to 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 meet with their 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 preacher, whatever spiritual leader, whatever they want to call it, mm-hmm. and go, have you seen this? Have you seen this? See what? Go, Take a look at it. Oh, oh so go, just go, information? Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at this, and, you know, we're getting sold down the river. Mm-hmm. Are, are you aware of it? And have you told the flock right. a- about this, uh, et cetera? So, you know, right. Some people may not want to be that bold. I'm going to do it. But I think, man, bold um, boldness yeah. is needed more now than ever before. Because if we don't, we're going to be pushed into a closet. You know how, you know, throughout the last couple of years, you know, ten years plus, give or take, you know, when it comes to people who chose choose to live abnormal lifestyles, they felt like they were in a closet, and all of a sudden on TV, movies, it's okay to come out the closet now and just sell yourself for who you are you know we as believers especially we're being pushed in the closet and either we're going to go in there willingly or we're going to push against it and come out speaking truth and just let the chips fall where they may you know what i'm saying because they're not rejecting you or me they're rejecting the one who sent us so we're all messengers man and i think right now we need to start speaking up more so just to piggyback real quick i'm ranting but you got my mind racing i put out a tweet today and uh, i put out a tweet in the uh telegram and in the discord just like a little challenge man just on some because i it just it just i can't help myself i just it, it excites me so i figure somebody else might be excited but i put out a tweet earlier i put on a, i put on a screen here and it talks about uh you know just a little king i call it a kingdom challenge and it's in reference to uh luke 9 1 to 1 through true and i just put out there it says you know if everybody every day if you look for an opportunity to let the words kingdom of God come off in conversation within a day and let the Holy Spirit lead you from that point on, you're doing exactly what the king called you to do. It meant mimicking the idea of being being sent and to preach and proclaim the good news, i.e. the gospel. And I just put any takers out there. So just merely speaking the word kingdom of God or mention the name Jesus Christ, you're putting in work. And so a lot of people don't won't do that, but we need more people doing that. You know what? I didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. But but I feel you. Right. <laughs> One small step makes a big difference, man. One small step for the kingdom <laughs> makes a big difference. Well, well, maybe maybe the Lord put that. Uh, even though I didn't see it, maybe the Lord put it on me. But I'll put it this way for yeah. me. Yeah. 
I'm going to go ahead and start contacting these preachers around Vacaville mm-hmm. out here in California. Yeah. Have you seen this? What do you think about it? And what are you going to do about it? Right. Good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. But hey, so, so we'll, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll see how things. Yeah, keep me posted. Go ahead, go ahead. Keep, keep me posted, and definitely, I'm going to be creating more content, just sharing my thoughts from the heart, and just send them a video, let them chew it. You know, prove me wrong, debunk me. I'm not ordained, but I am certified because I read the good book. So I'll just use my credentials that way. But anyway, man, hey, let me get some more calls in, man. Good to hear from you. Hey, 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 and, and the last thing is uh, on, the, on the, the Alex Jones, the full show, if you go to that band.video, uh-huh. the full show, the full show. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you go to like 13, 14 minutes in, mm-hmm. Alex Jones starts going off about this, this is about a fallen being. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's about, it, it's about, it's about 13 or 14 minutes into it. Okay. Uh, he, he starts going off into this is a falling being, <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, All right, I, 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 I just say, yeah, I just say people get ready and uh, let, let's lock and load. It, yeah. it, it's, it, it's time to go. 100%. It, it's time to go. 100%. Hey, man. Appreciate All you, right. my man. God, God bless. Same to you, buddy. God bless and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Will do. Thank you. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Rich. How are you today? Rich, I'm doing good, my friend. What's in your mind? Well, you made a very good point about everybody should. Something as as, as small as mentioning Christ and uh, help winning the battle. I wanted to read you something our famous Benjamin Franklin said one time. Okay, give it to me. For the want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For the want of the shoe, the horse was lost. For the want of the horse, the rider was lost. For the want of the rider, the battle was lost. For the want of the battle, the kingdom was lost. And all for the want of a horseshoe nail. So more good reason to speak about Christ. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to share. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for being there. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, good stuff, man. It's uh, one of those things where, you know, when, in the, when you get married, it's either, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace <laughs> type of event here. But, uh, hey, you know, we're interesting times, man. Exciting times, to say the least. Everybody has their own method and ways of sharing what matters most to them. And we do throughout the day. And when I get a chance to share spiritual matters, that lights my fire. Talking about, you know, the world, real world, practical, gold, silver. Okay, that's something to do. But, you know, winning souls and helping people achieve dual citizenship, which is that the ultimate plan B, which has benefits here and in the life to come. What I'm referring to, you know, whatever country you're born in, naturally, that's just your birth location. But then when you're born internally, spiritually speaking, you get your spiritual citizenship that. Uh, pays rewards now and in the life to come. I believe that. Ah, yeah. All right. We'll be posting on 54 minute mark, man. I ran it enough, but for those that have enjoyed the rants and back and forth, hopefully I put out four or five things worth considering. I'd encourage you do yourself a favor, share this so people can find out what's going on. Family and friends need to know this and also give them something to think about 
the counters, you know, the crypto hype man out there that love to focus on, you know, just uh, the temporary benefits without thinking about the fact that all this is intentional, taking us to somewhere that if people knew where they were going, they wouldn't willingly want to go. But once again, that's just how things flow. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. Let's close out a little bit of prayer as we always do, giving honor and, uh, you know, just giving, lifting up the king. That's what it's all about. So tomorrow I want to put a challenge out there for people. And, you know, if they, if I have any people out there willing to accept the challenge, it's just amongst brothers and sisters in the Lord for those that are there. And if you're not, uh, definitely, you know, shoot me an email, man. I would love to you know communicate more. Join the Discord and Telegram group. Let's have some dialogue there. It's always good to connect with like-minded people. But tomorrow's challenge is the same as today. When you wake up, you know, it's a time to rise and grind for the king by simply just striking a conversation. Somehow, some way, give the Lord some props throughout the day, you know, to someone else who might need to hear that at that moment. You never know what other people might be at, man. People, you know, we're in interesting times, man. You never know. You never know. It can brighten somebody's day or can save them from doing something they might regret just by mentioning the name of Jesus Christ and uh, letting it do what it do. You know, once again. Let him do all the work. You just be the vehicle. That's all. Just be the vehicle. Anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together today to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, I thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your truth, your word, your power that's at work in every single person tuned in and everyone who received this, Father. We pray that your kingdom is glorified and it's expanded today, Father, that more souls are brought into the family than yesterday. Lord, help us to play our part. Help us to do our very best to bring you honor and glory. And uh, just, man, you know, teach us, expand our capacity to discern truth from a lie. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, people. Sweet and simple. Straight to the point. Anyway, back at it tomorrow. Had an interesting interview that I'm going to share that, uh, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I got a lot of things I want to do, man. Just the time. In the, if, if, if I had a money tree in the backyard, I think we'd all be better off if we had money trees in the backyard, but we get a lot more stuff done. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to put, put forth some ideas before the community on ways that you know we can be proactive in our faith as well as helping people come into the natural you know, revelation of what's happening on the earth. So be on the lookout for that. But once again, it's no good unless you have people that's willing to support the movement. So, uh, And I'm going to put it out there and let you guys do what you got to do with it. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. Back at it tomorrow. And uh, yeah, have fun with it. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. Your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is to connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.